Well, well, the first thing I want to talk about is, so we were just chatting about um, being an adult is lame, but I'm listening to this record over and over and over again, because you sent me a copy of it. I appreciate it. And um, it, it made me feel like I was a kid again. <laughs> like, like, not like, you know, lame, got to do what your parents say, kid, but like teenager, like it really just kind of tapped into that those teen years when everything was kind of just fun and carefree and is that what you guys are going for are you guys just kind of doing what comes naturally talk to me about how you make the slurm flirty worm sound i think when we started the band that was kind of the goal it was supposed to be kind of lighthearted and easy it was just kind of you know, having fun. It wasn't too serious. Getting drunk and yeah. making music with what? friends. What? Oh, surprised. clearly evolved a lot <laughs> in four years, however long it's been. So, yeah, I'd say from the start, it's kind of the style, I guess. Just having fun. It's funny, my cousin said, like, the same thing when he listened to it. He's like, I felt like I was in a time machine all of a sudden, like, blasting back in the 90s. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it definitely has, like, our kind of influences in there, you know, growing up as a punk kid. So who are the influences then? Gosh, but well, even our name is like a ripoff of Sum 41, Slurm Flirty Worm. Yeah, but more Futurama than Sum yeah, 41. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. But there's <laughs> the kid aspect again, you know, for sure. So Sum 41, any other influences that go into this? Oh, kind of like, I feel like we riff a little bit like Blink here and there and got some screaming kind of like... Fuck, I don't know. I guess my screaming influences are from like deathcore, but we just throw it in there. We all have kind of different backgrounds musically that, I mean, have overlap, but, and complement each other in ways, but we never really, I guess, grew up on the same stuff. So. That's true. But we never said, like, this is the kind of band we're gonna be, you know? We're gonna be like a skate punk band yeah. or anything. We were just kind of like, oh, I, I wrote something. Yes. It's no. about Adventure Time. I've been listening to a lot of emo for the past two months. <laughs> now we all need a hug and like some, a long walk or something. Um, uh, you are not an emo band now. That is that is definitely it. Yeah, I think the difference. I mean, there's some sappy shit in there. You know? Well, naturally, um, the bad attempt at a good life. Okay, I could get kind of emo. Um, pink eye for the straight guy. Totally emo. You ever heard of pink eye? It's terrible. But so then, I've heard, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, you know, kittens in a casket. That's uh, that's a great track, but the title just like confused the hell out of me because I'm like, it doesn't make me feel like kittens in a casket. Like it's just, I'm super confused by this one. So, I, I but I want to, I want to ask you about Billy Williams' rough giraffe. Um, <laughs> will be presented by Billy Williams. Thanks, Teach. My report is on When, when you first sent me this record, that's the, that's exactly where I went to. I was looking at the track list, I was like, I gotta hear this. And it went to this, like, Adam Sandler sketch mixed with 
a really, really fun song. Like, like that's probably my favorite song on the record. But so how did how did we get I'll, Billy Williams? Right, I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> so I was we were band practice, hanging out, and drinking before we play like normal, and I was telling them how I was reading a book to my child, and he wasn't that interested. So I was just started going drafts got real long next and they thought it was hilarious and next thing you know they're coming from mars to destroy the human race so <laughs> it shows you where mine our mind is that's not very emo of you <laughs> right. we clearly spent a lot of time compositionally on it it's dead fucking simple i love how it's the same riff chords. the whole time yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Part. that's very green day of us the same riff for a minute and a half <laughs> I did get kind of a Larry Livermore bottom of the hill vibe out of that, but that's that's all right. So that, I mean, that that song probably the reason that I gravitated to it because it feels like the late '90s, early thousands when everyone was just like, let's just have fun. Like the world was going to shit, and life sucked post 9/11, but everyone wanted to have fun, and musically they just wanted to express themselves and, and have that. And it feels like you guys as a whole really tap into that late '90s, early thousand sound. And do it in a way that's that doesn't feel rehashed and old. No, oh, thank you. So I'm rehashed and old. <laughs> that's what happens when you hit thirty. <laughs> so, so do, you guys didn't come out to kind of rehash this late '90s, early thousand sounds. But what what are you going for with? I mean, the, again, we just kind of like having fun. I mean, the whole vibe of practice is we're just having a good time. We typically start off a couple drinks, smoke, and go down and just kind of. Let let the music happen, you know what I mean? These are my best friends, you know. We, we yeah. do Christmas together, we do New Year's together, we are always together, like, we just play music to keep us sane. And you'll both be babysitting later, is that? <laughs> oh, I don't think you trust me with this kid. Not this many? All right. Yeah, we babysit him. Fucking goddamn. Just on the way here, that lady's like, did you hear her outside the car? No. He ran across the street to get her because he's excited, and this lady's oh. like, he's crazy. <laughs> like, outside the car. Well, we're like, like, looked, and I'm like, I know, lady. And I just kind of I know, lady. for it. Just see where we went? We can't find him. I went upstairs to go get it, man. I had to go back down. And it's... <laughs> in by. In and out. In and out. I think for the most part, that was just an outlet for us, you know. Uh, everyone's got a hobby and ours is getting together and writing stupid songs so uh yeah but they're more than stupid songs because you know nanobot's been around for 10 years we get all sorts of submissions we get truly stupid basement <laughs> songs with all yeah. due respect to people. but there's you guys are on to something thank you with your sound that is it's this guy right here it, our it's mixer, our master but it, it's it's borderline punk metal nerd brilliance <laughs> like it's you're you're too there there's these twinges of metal that come out mm -hmm, that's me that you were that's, talking about yeah. and that that scream core kind of moment that pops up and just makes sure you're not falling asleep at all um, i don't know how you would with the music that's the best drummer in the band but <laughs> that's, how I, that's how i got here at least needed a drummer so no, i'm a failed guitarist at this point right? <laughs> so so how do you categorize yourself because you've got so much of that punk you've got the screamy metal that gets you not emo with all due respect to the emo analysis yeah <laughs> um gosh or do you even care we've, we've never really had like a like an exact like everywhere it says like what's your genre or whatever we put like pop punk in like emo cheese it's just the easiest to describe it yeah. but i mean not to sound conceited but i i couldn't i tried before and i was like i don't know 
I don't know. It's a little this, a little bit of that. It's kind of how it feels, right? You get it in categories if you spend too much time trying to, you know. I mean, how many different labels are we going to have on our style? How amended is it going to have to be? So. I don't feel like we limit ourselves either. If anybody has an idea and we want to go with it, we just nourish that and see where can this go? What can we turn it into? So is songwriting pretty evenly spread throughout the three of you? Um, yeah, we all like have our moments of shine. He's more of the producer. We more like kind of write like riffs and stuff. He comes in and changes them or changes how we transition and stuff. Michael and I write most of the lyrics and I'm always bringing, I write a thousand lyrics and then he tells me what's crap and what's good in it, you know, and then... I'm an editor. Yeah, he's an editor, make, does all the mixing and stuff, you know, and then I just kind of handle whatever's online and crap. So you're eventually trying to get to like the Gregorian chant kind of genre, you want to <laughs> yeah, fully, fully encompass everything? I would love to hear some of these songs of the full orchestra. <laughs> so living in Idaho myself, I've been here for a long time. Uh, are all three of you from Idaho originally? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Born and raised. Born and raised. So in, in the most respectful way possible to Idaho, which I love <laughs> and I'm not moving, you ever feel a sense of like SLC punk in 2C for the three of you and your sound? Just kind of like this style that kind of clashes with what traditionally people think Idaho is? I mean, for sure. I mean, gosh, I mean, I've only ever played in Nampa, though, you know, so like all of our bands have kind of felt out of place, the neighbors calling the cops, you know what I mean, and not being too happy. I always, I always giggle because we go outside and I can always see the neighbors across the street uh, from band practice, and I'm like, I'm sure they just probably, you know what I mean. Like, Staring at you from behind the bush, kind yeah. of a burbs moment. We're not quiet, you know. <laughs> Playing in the local scene, though, you get a little more connected, I guess. You see there's weirdos out there just like you, you know, making weird music, and it's encouraging, for sure. But, I mean, trying to share that with most people, you know, that you encounter just in the area, they don't really get it. <laughs> so it's kind of complicated. You know, you'll, they'll ask you, oh, what is your band like? And if you name anything in the last 25 years, they give you a blank expression. You're like, oh, I like the Eagles. Like, All right, you know. <laughs> Who's Blink-182? Like, There's I nothing more rewarding than just a member of your community coming up to you and telling you, hey, I enjoy this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I enjoy you guys. You guys are saying get that little bit of star rush. I know it's, you know, one person in a, in a garage in Nampa, Idaho, but it's it's what keeps you going, you know? It makes, it's what turns into this album. It's, Gosh, and then you have the people who, like, really do like it, who it did reach out and touch, you know what I mean? Like, I've had people, like, draw me pictures of stuff, like, oh, wow, from our awesome. band, and, like, and just, like... Make us oh, disbands. Yeah, it, it, it just feels... That's... That's the, that's the best, dude. I love that, because I'm that kind of cheese, too. I'm like, I love you guys. I drew you this picture, you know? And they're like, thanks, weirdo. And like, right. So when people do that, I try to be really positive, you know? Who did the artwork? Uh, that's Hannah Paulson. Uh, she's one of my lifelong friends, and she's done our, some of our artwork in the past, too. Mm-hmm. She did a 2C Cheese Punks Volume 2. It's like a worm throwing up. It's pretty badass. <laughs> it's going to be a t-shirt someday, I promise. Like, that's on record. <laughs> But yeah, she did that. Like we get, I kind of gave her some rough drafts of what I had in mind, and uh, most of those doodles on the front cover um, relate to one of the song titles or lyrics within the song. Like you got like boating school, week of Wednesdays, there permanently set to self destruct. There's just all sorts of little, little like things that like correlate Easter with it. Eggs. Really yeah, <laughs> there's the slurms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in there. Or McKenzie. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the Mystery Science Theater. That's a <laughs> great addition in there. <laughs> so this is, would you say that this is the kind of album you can weld an American flag to the bed of your pickup to? Or no? <laughs> um, I'm probably not. I, mean, I would like to think people could, but, you know. <laughs> All American music. <laughs> and this is the first full length that you guys have done. Yes. Yeah. Because you've had two EPs before. Yep. Technically, <laughs> we've had four. Four, four EPs? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the first two are nine tracks. I count them as an album, but They're whatever. Nine. They're volume They're one and two. glorified demos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so why now? I mean, we're, we're in phase two of uh, a perpetual pandemic. Why record this now? I made them. You said we're going to do this? I sure did. That's Wait. actually about two years in the making. It is. So we, we started pre-pandemic to do it again, do another repeat, and I don't know. I pushed them and I said, "Let's do it." We argued about it for a long time. God, did we argue? <laughs> He's like forty-five minutes. I'm like, I basically can't remember that much music. Okay, like, so we we knocked it as like thirty-five. I think the album sits at thirty-four. 34, 30, yeah, 34. Which, which is a lot. Yeah, we were Michael and I were freaking done at like six songs i'm like cut it press it we're good you know but now we got all the way up to the 12 and uh it was definitely difficult but um even all the songs didn't even make the cut we wrote a lot of yeah yeah there's, there's other yeah i forget some more <laughs> more songs for a follow-up yeah if they let me bring them back if they let you bring it back. <laughs> Twelve songs enter, six songs leave. Kind of a Thunderdome moment. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So so what's the plan with this? Are you going to try? I mean, I know that kind of any sort of even local or regional touring is kind of on hold at the moment. Yeah, I've, I've just been sending it out places, trying to get views and stuff, you know. We're thinking of sending it to labels and seeing what's good, what happens. Um, so far, just been spreading it in the Twitterverse and trying to get people to come listen to it you know like, making some new friends and fans it, yeah absolutely very cool very cool meeting some new bands and stuff online we've been doing a lot of like little compilation cds and stuff with people and like trying to get our name out there that way and it all kind of ties back to people coming back to check us out and they're able to see this album you know like on our page which is really, it's really nice, you know. Yeah, so it's a, that's a it. really, really organic approach to try and get your sound off the ground and into more ears. So, what what would you tell somebody who to take a chance on this? I mean, I could I could tell them, and I I will tell them. You got to check it out. But but I what would you smile say? by the end of it? <laughs> Makes you, you laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Makes you feel some things. I mean, because there's sad songs, there's happy songs, there's serious songs. And there's the silly songs, you know? It's got a little bit of mix of everything we go through. Well, I think you said it best, it's organic. You know, it's fresh, but it's also there. The original sound that you want, it brings it all together, I think. It's very nostalgic, but it's also original. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think the songs sound the same either. I don't feel like we bleed together. No. I mean, well, the riff from no, we're not going to get into that. Um, no, it, it is. It's it's this, it's it's a sense of nostalgia without feeling rehashed is really what I get out of all of it, and it just feels like it, it just made me happy. Sweet, like awesome. I, I was listening to it, it on the way down here too. I, I rolled down the window while I'm driving, and I cranked it up, and. Aww. I just felt fresh and good, and it felt like 
things were okay. You know, the weather's beautiful and just everything meshed. So that was really awesome. I'm going to take some of those. I'm going to put them on the next jacket for the album. Quotes there. The quotes. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> per man para. Nostalgic, but fresh. Organic, fresh music. <laughs> Brought to you by the, the <laughs> Boise Co-op. Two C Co-op. You can use that as your next album title. I'll never going to forget your Adam Sandler comment now. I had the freaking CDs as a kid too. The Adam Sandler like skit music CDs. CDs. Yeah. Why are they always why are they always staring at me or why are they always yeah. laughing? Oh my god, the, the drunk goat. And he's like needs to get his car and he's mm-hmm. like oh my god. And All now a drunk goat in the car graveyard. Hey, goat! What? Yeah, no. <laughs> I have that on my laptop. I will uh, admit that openly. I don't even want to. I don't even want to go down that road. Cross the street, go to the record exchange. I'm sure you can find them all. But... <laughs> Well, I appreciate you guys sitting down and chatting with me. Anything else you think uh, anybody should know about the record, about you guys? Any- no, just uh, definitely if you can, give us a check out on Spotify or Bandcamp or add us on Twitter and Facebook. We've been being very active and doing giveaways and giving away shirts, CDs, and digital copies left and right. I mean, basically, if you want a copy, we'll send it to you. You know, I'm not too... But you have to work for it. You gotta work for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta draw pictures. Local music. Yeah, it goes to One more time, louder than the Support local music. There we go.